What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Casey and Michelle, and we are discussing episode three of Fear the Walking Dead, season eight. Um, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> I don't know. Also, like my name, make it make sense. I don't know. Y'all know I really. Oh, you know what? I forgot we started. We had to. I had to restart my computer, so my name didn't change back. So I'm about to change it now. My name is WTF. Is this because watching this episode? Like there are some. There are some good parts of the episode. There are, but for the most part, I was looking at this episode, kind of scratching my head, like, what the fuck are we watching? Like. The whole, the whole thing with Padre and Shrike and the reasonings why they're doing what they're doing and looking, even looking at their backstory, it just, it's one of those backstories that just did not resonate with me. You know, usually no. sometimes you can watch a backstory of a character and you mm-hmm. can say, okay, I understand their motivations. Okay. Now this makes sense. No. No connection. No. So nothing about this. Their backstory and what they're doing now. Mm-mm. Don't match. I mean, I I got the bird name from the dad being a bird watcher. I got that. At that mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. But him dying, leaving them fatherless makes children better off without their parents. And not having to deal with point, y'all, was, y'all was teenagers. Y'all want no little kids. So that means that one, you weren't emotionally prepared, which nobody is, but you had already lost your mother through however, like, we don't know exactly. I don't think they mentioned how she died, but I'm like, so you think that you as teenagers weren't prepared enough. So you're going to take children from their parents when they're little so that they don't have to deal with the same kind of trauma and i don't know i but i they can't even say that though because how do you know like you taking your, your their theory is we're taking the kids from the parents to provide them a better life mm-hmm. but is uh-huh. it better no like like it it has been said before even by Dwight and Sherry's feels very sanctuary-esque yeah you know yeah Mm -hmm. do this or this will happen to you but if you don't live by these rules but you're doing children right but you still people are still gonna die at some point that part like we are dealing with a zombie apocalypse or just no life yeah that too so that's why it doesn't make any sense to me because because then once the kids get older and they're actually adults, we're just going to put them out. Yeah. So that's the part that really was getting me because it was like, okay, so once the children grow up, what do you do? Age them out and send them to the world or you, you make them collectors, which probably would make sense because they have no emotional attachments. But as we see in this episode with Mo. It's like she got to meet her parents once. 
And after that, you know, it, well, even before that, even before that, Mo's character was one of those characters where, you know, she was always looking out in the woods. She felt like something was missing, you know, which I think kids will tend to do like, yeah, there are certain kids who probably you can bring them up and, and raise them so that they are uh, without emotion, so that they have no emotional attachments. I do believe that there are some children that you can do that. Those are the ones who become the psychopaths. Those are the ones who probably already had mm-hmm. that that tendency. Mm-hmm. But it's like Mo had one taste of freedom. She had one visit with like her parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> and all of a sudden now she's rebelling. She's looking at the log. She's figuring out where they moved the train car to, which we'll get into the we'll we'll get into all that later. But it's like, I don't know. It's the way that she explained it, the way that Shrike was explaining why they do what they do and why it makes sense. And then, you know, the whole reveal with the backstory with the dad and all this other stuff, it just didn't make sense at all. No. And that wasn't even, I don't even want, I don't know if I want to say that's not even the part that makes the least sense in this episode, but it's just kind of like with the other antagonists we've seen through The Walking Dead, even World Beyond, even Fear the Walking Dead, there's always been something that drives the antagonists. And when they explain it, it kind of sort of makes sense. It may be one way to the extreme, like the whole Negan thing. Oh, you know what? This is how I keep people in check. This is how we keep things running. This is how we keep, you know, we keep order. Okay. He did that based on what failed with the last sanctuary leader. He was trying to keep order. And then he just let the power go to his head and he started doing some bullshit. Okay. I can understand everything before the bullshit. You're trying to make sure there's no mutiny. You're trying to make sure people are chipping in. You're trying to make sure people are doing what they're supposed to do so everybody survives. Okay, I get that part. When you start going off the rails is the problem. Mm -hmm. This was like Shrike and what we find out later is her brother and not her father. Like, yeah. Sense. Does what y'all do is make sense because first of all, the whole reason why your daddy is dead is because y'all asses didn't stay behind because you wanted to give him his lucky binoculars. You didn't stay behind. Your brother locked you on the boat while he went to go find his father, and now daddy has to worry about y'all safety instead of his. I heard Casey in my head. Yeah, they're teenagers, but they need a whooping. They do. They do because they don't listen. At all. They don't. Now, the little kids, you can get away with them not listening. Mm-hmm. No fucking teenagers. Like, they don't hey, know what's going on in the world. I'm confused. Right. Like, y'all, y'all on the army watched. Base. Y'all literally watched the whole thing. You knew Senator Vasquez. So, you knew what kind of strategies and what kind of protocols they had your dad is in the military so you can't tell me that their dad being active military while they were young he didn't drill into them 
any kind of uh you know procedures any he he had to have given them some sense of okay if, if this is what happens this is what we do this is what we do this is what you don't do okay we're on an island because zombies are roaming the earth this is what you do this is what you don't do this mm-hmm. is how everybody stays alive and y'all literally this played the runaway wrong. children like oh we gotta get dad his binoculars so he you know his lucky binoculars he wouldn't think about the fucking binoculars <laughs> he was, how did that work he, out he know in the real world um it's other shit going on fuck them goddamn binoculars and now the he has to were important to them, not to him. Right. Right. So now he has to worry about y'all. He's trying to get y'all to safety. He gets ate up because he's protecting y'all because y'all didn't do what the fuck y'all were supposed to do. And then from all of this, you decide, oh, oh we're so going to take children from their parents. So does that mean protect- that they think their father didn't do a good job of protecting them? That has to be what that means. Because if you think other parents can't fully function and take care of their children, you clearly think your dad did a bad job. True. Because this is no way to honor him. Because he was trying to keep y'all safe. Y'all the dumbasses who didn't listen and trying to be all sneaky and shit. But I think part of the part of the problem with them is even if they did think, okay, he did everything he could to keep us safe and we just didn't listen. Okay, it, it, if you look at it in that sense, children don't listen. So what are we going to do? We're going to take them away from their parents. We're going to put them on this island where they can't get away from. We have all the supplies. We have all the supplies. So we can pretty much control what is done, you know, because... Who's going to leave off that island? Now, if you say, hey, we got all the supplies. We know where everything is. People will be like, oh, y'all got food. You have medicine. You have this, that. Okay, yeah, we'll stay. And that's how you start yeah. tainting the Kool-Aid. But like Dad said, though, we don't have enough to just carry us on for years. We need to go out there mm-hmm. and work with people. He didn't say go out and kill the parents or take take the children from the right. Baby. And again, and I understand. No, I really don't understand. Mm-mm. However, then just give people choices because you can say I didn't have that choice. I lost my dad, so I'm going to give you a choice that we can protect your kids better than you can, so they won't have to experience what we experience. Yeah. Sign on the dotted line. You well, accept or do not accept. Why not bring the parents? Because you know that is true. From taking the from taking the children, I'm sure you had one or two parents who sat there and tried to whoop your ass for trying to take their children. I know I would be one of them. But like, why can't you take the adults? Do you have problems with adults? You didn't. It'll be different if your backstory that you encountered like a gang of adults who tried to take over the base and just just couldn't get it together or you lived in a sanctuary with Negan and you like adults suck. So we going to go with just having kids grow up in the mindset we need to No, your experience is you follow your dad to work. You got him killed on the job. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now you making other people pay cause you can't deal with your emotional damage. Your mic in my head. Emotional damage. 
I tell you, when when she opened her mouth and started talking about all this, I was sitting there looking at the TV so dumbfounded. Like, who wrote this shit? Right. It's like they I couldn't was... find. They didn't know what to do. And when we got to this episode, they like, hmm, okay, we'll just have them like the dad died. And that's the we reason had why. any other. I mean, dad still could have died, but you could have had a better... Mm-hmm. explanation as to why your thinking became this mm-hmm. or if that was your dad mission your dad mission was we need to raise soldiers to go for the next generation and people are stuck in their ways and they were like you know our dad died we're gonna carry his torch but but if you listen to him talking to them about padre that wasn't what he was saying. I know. Not. That was so I, I, But that would been that would been a better backstory if that's what the dad was drooling into them mm-hmm. and right. then they continued on. His was hopeful. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. Theirs is not. Where dreams are well, hope but, is where dreams die. But I know that's what their was. If you look at it, I noticed the end of the episode. But it looked like everything they left was still there. So you have made Padre not even using the stuff in the place nope. in, in it's been years. Not even that. Where the hell all them other walkers come from? They've been how, leading them there. How did y'all even get to the stuff now since you have all of these walkers behind these fences? And I need to know what the fuck kind of fences they have. Because all of those walkers and they're still contained. I mean, I realize there's probably not a lot of uh, movement outside that fence to kind of make them That's whatever. Mm-hmm. But Shrike was there standing at the end and they were just still, Chilling. I don't want to say docile, but they weren't what we are used to. You know, they they weren't having the type of frenzy that we're used to seeing the walkers do when food is put in front of them. So, I don't know that whole. And thing. then for her to say, "This is how we gonna figure out the kids learn what they learn." So what's gonna happen? This is gonna be the problem. Let me, let me explain the problem. The problem is you had these kids in this trained environment where you knock the teeth out, put this goo shit in their mouth, and you know this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Train, train, train. Mm-hmm. Now you gonna have these kids in the real world where oh they will bite you. Oh, they're not going to stop. They're still, the, uh, this person is trying to get what they need done. Right. And they ain't going to be able to save your ass. Mm-hmm. Because we already know, I'm going to call it, they're going to start with the simple, we just going to let a few out at a time. <laughs> and it don't work out that way. <laughs> Never works out. We're just going to let a few out at a time. Mm. And that's going to go wrong. Kids going to say, because I'm sorry, but if it's me and I'm a little kid, I'm running. I'm giving that. I'm running. I don't care how much training I've got. You saw how old was the first time her ass had to kill. Well, she was like, uh. And that's how that, that, I can't think of his name from last week. His daughter died. Remember, she went Amen. out. She went out mm-hmm. and, yeah. and she got bitten. But here's my thing. It's not also walkers they got to deal with. These kids are not going to be able to equip themselves when they're dealing with regular people out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Manipulating them, scavenging, killing, they all don't that. They don't. They know nothing. Yeah, you see how uh, except apparently Mo, who is like, all of a sudden she's been raised for the last seven years with Padre's, you know, philosophies and one meeting with her parents, one brief meeting with her parents, and all of a sudden she's the rebel child. Okay. 
because hell, you see how Ren is her name Ren? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, Mo's name is Ren. Okay, um, Odessa. You see how Odessa was acting with him? What you looking at? You know, just when the lady was looking at her, just like attitude. I'm not your daughter. Like attitude, like that. Oh, punch your ass. <laughs> you're right. You need a whooping. Like, but she too old. See, it's been too many years for her. For you to have an attitude young. like that. Yeah, but Mo in that sweet spot though. Like you add a little bit more years to Mo, obviously, then she'll be the same way too. Obviously not. If Mo turned that quick, no, I'm saying she needs it. more time. That other one, Odessa's about twenty one almost. She looking like she about she is not seventeen. 21. She looks seventeen. She going to the prom next week. Why well, I mean, if you think about it, Mo look, does not look like she is eight. So let's no, she looking it. like she in she in fourth or fifth grade. That's. So she about nineteen, really. So the the actress who plays Mo is actually twelve. So, I, all right. Yeah, but I just nothing about Padres' motivations, their philosophies. Nothing about what we've learned about them makes sense no, at all. At all. And then, okay, so let let's let's talk about the episode a little bit. So at the beginning of the episode, we have Madison waking up because you know they they caught her. Shrike has her in the train car, which they've apparently moved. She brings in June to do these treatments, you know. Um, and again, they they do reference Finch and the fact that uh June has started the treatments on him and he seems to be responding. They say it's been a few days. So, first of all, you have Madison and June coming together, and they have not seen each other since the stadium when June was still going by the name Naomi. Correct. You see these two see each other after years. There is no emotion. There is no... Not saying that it should have been... I didn't even know that you were alive! Well, see, that, that that puts in question June knowing if Madison was alive. Well, she, she said, I didn't know I didn't know you were alive until Shrike just gave me your files, and I guess she got all of her shock out of her system then off screen. But still, it's just okay. I will say this: maybe if on June's end, she didn't know. She, one, she didn't know, and two, maybe at this point she is just so depleted. Because of what mm -hmm. she had to witness mm -hmm. and what she's having to do now with Dwight and Sherry's son, she's just probably like, She's done. Okay. Madison is alive. Whoop de doo. Now y'all are sending me in here to kill her. So, so that could be June's whole reasoning because mm -hmm. what does she say to, to Madison? Hey, keep she in mind, like, she lost the finger. She lost that too, but also they're sending her in here to do more experimentation on Madison. And one thing that she said was, I wasn't there for you the last time. This time I will stay with you until the end. Shrike has plans to kill Madison and she's going to make June do it. So at this point, June really has no reason to be excited oh, that, oh, yeah. Madison, you're alive because it's kind of like, to... you're alive. I'm sorry. I got to kill you because they once again have a trigger to my head. You know? But, Okay. So we said this before, I'm going to say it again, as far as Madison's return, make it make sense. Nope. 
because in this episode you have her go from being captive they're getting ready to do the experiments on her mo breaks into the car which y'all need some better soldiers i'm gonna say the same thing that we said about the commonwealth soldiers y'all let two little girls pull your your guards away your guards didn't have the 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 mindset to think okay you go follow those children you can handle two kids i'm gonna stay here and continue guarding the big secret project like you don't make they, sense they don't have it no they they just not training their soldiers right. I don't know kids. what to say. But I was just about to say, well, you know, when you start pretending to be adults when you're children and you're lying to everybody about who you are. My mm -hmm. question is, like, did how did ever... Shrek and her brother get the uh, the people who are actually adults to follow them? Because the brother stays behind that window and nobody has ever seen him. But my thing is, for the people who were left behind when their father went to go do his mission y'all to ask how shrike and crane got back and then when they got back and told y'all what they wanted to do y'all didn't think to question why two children who basically were responsible for the death of their father should be in charge and even furthermore if y'all are part of the old regime meaning when shrike's father was alive you were part of that plan to to you know reach mm -hmm. out to people bring people in then none of y'all ever think to go behind that window and say you sergeant krennic in years outside like actually seeing him in years none of that like it doesn't make sense, sense. mm-hmm the only other way I, I'm giving them this, this is the reason why they got adults because remember they did that thing, we're going to take your kids and you can come too, but you got to pretend like they're not your kids. And if you act like it's your kid, we're going to dump your kid off on the side of the road with some walkers. But as far as we know, they only did that with Sherry. And that's sure? only because she was pregnant. That's what I'm saying, as far as we know, because we, we they did it with They did it with Morgan. So I'm assuming sometimes they do do it with people who are willing to be like, we can help and we will. Well, but Morgan, but Morgan wasn't there on Padre. He wasn't staying there. I mean, as far as no, but he, they had him doing something like they have people doing different things. But I'm saying this is how they collected some adults. And I'm going to assume there's still with some adults on the island when dad and some of the soldiers left. Yeah, could be. But, but who will, But why would I follow these teenagers, though? That's the next thing. So no, they there wasn't anybody there because I wouldn't have followed they have them. No, military no, they don't. Like I mean, again, they need therapy. Right, because y'all we would point, have this. At this point, therapy is not going to help. They no, need, I'm talking they about then. Therapy. If they had had the proper resources, we wouldn't have this issue right now where you stealing kids. And who the hell? For no reason. A whole island full of them. Why? Not only, not only just the let's let's take the badass kids out of it. 
the fact that you're still in you're you're taking children when they're babies. I know y'all ain't got that much formula on those uh those no. cars. It's like why? And you're then like you sit there taking the most vulnerable mm-hmm. with no adults or with with very few adults. You're putting them in like an orphanage situation, which most people will tell you, most orphans will tell you, they don't want to be in those situations. They would rather mm. be with a family. Mm-hmm. But you are taking these kids, you're putting them in these situations, you're raising them without emotions. So I don't know why it would surprise you when someone hears that you're lying or someone has reason to think that you're not telling them the truth why you would be surprised when they all of a sudden turn cold on you because they have no look why they got loyalty to you you another adult because you're you're lying to them and then and then all of you believe this like all we look around all of our parents decide to just give us up that don't make sense either so I will say I do I do appreciate that Mo has a little bit of sense once she was told the truth a little bit, but still, okay. Let's talk about this real quick. So I have problems with the way that they're writing Mo. I have huge problems. Because one, you're taking this kid that's supposed to be eight years old, mm-hmm. has lived pretty much her entire life, her entire cognizant life mm-hmm. under Padre. She has been indoctrinated. She has been raised with their philosophies, with all of the lies that that entails. And yet she's still curious enough that at the first opportunity, she realizes, oh, Padre is some bullshit. Okay, let me start some havoc. You are eight years old. You're going to find a prisoner that's mm-hmm. been very well protected for all of the seven years you have been here. And then all of a sudden now y'all just leaving her with no guards so that an eight-year-old can get to her. You leaving logbooks open so that she can find out what's going on with Finch after she's already been out on the island, had contact with her parents, and she already she's already been fed the so you know, the seeds of disbelief. Y'all not paying more attention to her than this? This is Morgan's child. Y'all not paying more attention to this? They change those names and people don't know. They don't know. The only person who knows ain't keeping up. See, you you spread yourself too thin because you and your brother trying to control everything and you ain't paying attention to the little details. That's what's really happening. It's a slip up. But still... Everybody knows who Ren is on this island. Okay, yeah, you changed the names to give them all the bird names. Everybody knows who who Ren is. Everybody at this point who has a walkie-talkie knows that Ren left the island. Voluntarily, involuntarily. They know she left the island. They know her parents were the ones that turned her in, or at least, you know, this nightingale was the one who called and said, hey, you Mm -hmm. gotta come get her. So at this point, regardless of whether you think she believes whatever, you should be watching her just a little bit closely, just in case anything that she heard while she was on the island or off the island, I I told just a little bit. I agree with you. 
but Strike does not know what she is doing. And then, because you also remember when, what is the the first episode? Or whenever Morgan turned her back in and they was re-interviewing her. And they was like, we're not going to have this problem out you again, are we? Hell yeah! You about to believe an eight-year-old when they They're say They're not going to no. do it again. First thing they're going to do, first thing they're going to do when they get this. Yes, first of all, see, first of all, y'all don't know how to deal with you. That's evident. Mm-hmm. Two... If you are naive enough to believe her when she said yes, after she done got a taste of freedom, after she, you know, granted, yes, she had a stressful time. She had to deal with those walkers. She had to deal with the reality of, you know, learning what happened with her. They may not know that part, but still, this child has been off the island with two people who have tried to escape before. You Correct. think that didn't come up in a conversation? It should have, but you're so busy not talking to people and just trying to control them. Right. And second of all, she's an exception. So I'm surprised they don't have other exceptions of kids who are like, because you're always going to have in a population a few that questions, because that's that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Some kids kind of will go along with the flow, and then you have ones who are a little bit more rebellious, and they're going to question society. You can't say society. it's not one Mo child is, was like, uh-uh. Right. Mo is the only one. And if you do have one that's questioning things and she's been questioning things beforehand and is curious about the world outside, mm-hmm. yeah, you should be watching her more. You should be having her next to you when you go into meetings or having her the in the corner. She let more uh, uh, Madison out. You should have had her with your ass. every. Come on. I, I got to keep my mm-hmm. eye on your ass. Sit in this corner while I do this work. Mm-hmm. Because the second she let Madison mm-hmm. free, which means you don't know what conversation they had beforehand. You don't know none of that. What Madison do spill to me? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I have I helped your daddy get you up out of here. So mm-hmm. now naturally, who my daddy? My daddy? No, my daddy gave me up. No, he didn't. Wait, what? Like, I literally just told you I helped y'all escape. So... Obviously, something happened. But anyway, let's let's come let's come off of that part for a minute because I'm sure we'll get <laughs> back to it because there's some other things in this whole little episode that just kind of okay. So, like I said, Mo has distracted the guards in front of the train car where they're about to do this procedure on Madison. She comes in, she pulls the plug on the machine. Strike is like, get her out of here. First of all, you've already demonstrated or it has already been demonstrated that your guards are not the most competent people because this little girl was able to get on your train car with a sledgehammer, okay? You were close enough that you should have been able to grab Mo yourself Mm -hmm. and wait for the guards. Okay, whatever. So the guards come towards Mo. They grab her. June knocks Shrike out. She sets Madison free. And then she she kills one of the guards as she's shooting at the other. They finally get off the train car. 
And Mo is having this conversation with Madison about, oh, my dad can help. And Madison's like, no, I helped him escape. He's gone. And then you have this group come out of the bushes and approach them. Now, this is the group that Adrian was with, the group of parents who are looking for their children. And one of the mothers there, she keeps looking at, um, what is the other girl's name? Odessa. Yeah, but what is what is her bird name? I can't remember because we don't find out she's a Odessa until the very end of the episode. But anyway, mm. the the girl Robin, Robin, I think I'm not sure if if Robin, it may be Robin, but you know she is with Mo, and one of the ladies just keeps looking at her, and I was like, okay, so she thinks that this is her daughter, now. What should have clued her in is she's looking at the girl like, oh my God, you, you might be my daughter. The girl is looking at you. She has no connection. And I'm sorry for the age range that they are taking these kids, especially later on in the episode when she when she talks to Robin and she was like, I think you might be my daughter. When they took you, we were on the beach and I, I was singing um, you you are my sunshine or whatever it was that she was singing that should have triggered something in her memory because again if Mo can remember being a baby and the flashes of the walkers and <laughs> remembering things that Morgan said and like I said I remember stuff from when I was a toddler I definitely know if I was five or six years old and somebody took me from my mama I would know my mama in a crowd period point blank there would be no, there would be no hesitation. If there were something as memorable as a song that your mother used to sing to you, that will trigger something in you. This girl has no expression whatsoever. And I'm looking at her like, dude, this is not your daughter. She wasn't even paying attention to the name of the episode. I none of that triggered anything because I didn't re I'm gonna be honest I didn't remember enough from those episodes those last Me two neither. episodes from season seven to be like oh Odessa was the name of the child that I it it just it wasn't until Madison had her went over my head and I was like oh oh yeah me too like, good thing you gave us that because right. uh yeah <laughs> Right. Well, when she when when I saw the name before the flashback started, when she opened up the file and you saw the name Ava, I was like, oh, 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 it made sense to me then. But anyway, before we even get to that part, so these people with the parents, you know, like I said, they're they're sitting there, they're they've got guns on Madison and they're like, Oh, you guys are with Padre. And Madison's like, Yeah, I know I took some of your kids, but I'm trying to help you get back to them, blah, 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 blah. And the people are like, Well, the commander is gonna, you know, we'll see what the commander says. And they say, Commander, and here comes motherfucking Daniel. I was like, Of course, because why yeah. not? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Well, and the sad part is that makes sense to me. It it does. It's probably one of the only things that makes sense about this episode. Is Daniel He's a survivor? Leading, yeah. Is so, Daniel leading a group of militia? Yeah, that makes sense. Not? not only that, Daniel seeming to have all of his mental faculties now because he's been drinking this tea. 
which again that could be a thing but i i mean and and daniel's mental breaks were all always triggered by trauma Mm -hmm. that was going on at the time so i don't know like he mentions later on in the episode when he was talking he was talking to madison once he realizes madison is alive he's talking to her about charlie and how charlie had the radiation and you know i i couldn't be there for her in the end probably because of what he was going through so maybe that was the thing that kind of made him focus on getting better because he couldn't properly be there for her now i did notice a couple of things when he was having this conversation with madison one he never outright said charlie died yeah okay he never outright said that charlie died so something in me feels like she might be one of these experiments that Shrike has been working on because the radiation was so bad. And I, I don't know, could be. The second thing is when he said, I wasn't, um, I wasn't able to be there for her or Luciana. I said, if y'all killed Luciana off screen, in addition to Sarah and Wendell, I'm going to be pissed as fuck. I'm going like to be pissed. nothing sacred. Nothing. You don't take one of the original cast members and from don't give the them show and don't give them a proper ending. We have been with this character for eight, seven seasons. We have seen her go through the gamut of everything. We have seen her have major storylines. We have seen them relegate her to the back burner. You better not tell me that we are not seeing this character again without a proper send-off. I'm going to be so fucking pissed. <laughs> Probably so. I mean, this, it, this is the way it's looking. They're not trying to wrap up enough. They're trying to make this storyline. It, it is. Good. It's like, I'm, conf- I'm confused of the direction we're heading because at least, again, I know you... We missed a couple of people last week when we said that at least we got endings for different people on The Walking Dead. And then we also got spinoffs. Here, we like, we just, those people still on the boat somewhere, I guess. I don't know. Now, remember, not everybody made it on the boat, on the boats. Where'd they go? Probably died and they threw them overboard. It was little rafts. I mean, come on. They're probably on land somewhere else and travel. No, because if you think about it, Morgan told Padre about the rafts. Padre's people met them when they got off the boats. And what did he say to Morgan? Morgan was like, how many people were on the boats? Not as many as you told us. Yes, but some people probably had rips in their boat. They had to go to shore quicker. So they have to be somewhere out in the wilderness. I'm telling you, those people are dead. Because if they were in the water the way Morgan was in the water, there was no get. They were like literally in the middle of wherever. They were in the middle of a river. If you got a if you got a rip in your boat, you're done. So so I'm just saying. I mean, there's some swimmers, but we got it. Can't be about five people surviving. These are the five people we see. One, you don't have food on these boats because you had to leave in quite a hurry. I agree. Two. Some of y'all were already sick. Charlie especially. You already know Charlie 
Mm-hmm. If, if she did not make it on that, uh, you know, on that boat, they stuck a knife in her head and threw her overboard because what else are you going to do? You're going to sit there with a dead body until you get to whatever shore you land on? You I was going to say, it, but that, then that doesn't make sense. That's just an easy, that's a sloppy way of writing to get rid of a large group of people because you did not explain it. Well, I mean, we're... And honestly, and and realistically, others will have survived. I mean, yes, there's, it's not an ocean. That is true. Okay, so they could swim or float to the side. However, all those people we saw and major cast members, five people survived. What the rest of these? That's just what they're showing us. Because remember, these last few seasons. They've been doing these episodes anthology style. So just like the first episode, we only saw Morgan. How many that. more episodes we got? Um, in this half of the season, um, let's see, there's four episodes that's been released. So we have four more. And then I th- wait. And then I think after that, there's like a little hiatus. And then when I, I think when they come back, I think there's another five or six episodes i think it's only like 13 or 14 episodes this season if i remember correctly it should just end it now we shouldn't even have a hiatus no i mean well yes that that is true but of course you know they're not gonna have it it's very rare that they have um two walking dead shows on at the yeah and at the same time and dead city comes on in the next couple of weeks so but it just okay again like i said you have daniel you have him um leading this this group of parents trying to find uh, their children they decide to start it's only 12 episodes cuz 6 and 6 12 episodes oh, tw- six oh six. okay i had to google it right quick okay so you have them deciding to i guess work with madison or whatever because Madison claims that she can help them find who their children are. She keeps talking about this file back at Padre that has the real names of all the children that she took and all this other stuff. And in the midst of all this, you have the one parent telling, uh, what's her name? Oh, I think you might be my daughter. And then you have Shrike finding them. And then you have some more of the younger, well, the older younger kids come up. And they're like, this whole confrontation, again, this is stupid too, because you're going to have Mo and this other child tell these guys, they're like, no, Padre's been lying to us. Come on, you can help us. Blah, blah, blah. Do y'all really know each other like that to be like, oh, I'm going to trust you? Because in my opinion, Padre's not raising these children to build relationships and to have close friendships. To the point where you're trusting somebody now. Now Ren and or Mo and and the girl who we find out is Odessa. That's a little mm-hmm. bit different because they train together. And again, Mo is bucking the system. She is doing and behaving in ways that Padre has not taught them. But the rest of them, it just again doesn't make sense. But you know, the girl. What is her name? Is her name Robin? I can't remember. But, you know, she's telling the guy, she was like, look, I've seen some shit today over at the train. Padre's not been telling us the truth. We want to know what's going on. You know, these are some of the parents. And, you know, the guy's like, our parents abandoned us. And and the lady, her name is Diane. She was like, 
No, we didn't abandon you. They took you from us. And so Daniel was trying to talk to them. Hey, why don't you fight alongside us? Let's all do this together. Hey, you know, this is where they find out because uh, Robin puts a, a gun to Shrike's head. And she was like, yeah, why should we believe anything you say? Why should we believe Padre is going to do whatever you ask him to do? And she was like, because I'm Padre's daughter. And everybody's mm -hmm. looking like, wait. So the person who is in charge of taking children from their parents so that they don't have an emotional connection mm -hmm. actually is the one in charge and his daughter is running all of this bullshit? Mm -hmm. Hypocrite much? Hypocrite much? And I was like, something don't seem right about that. Because again, when we met her father in the flashback, had nothing to do with his mission now i understand yeah there's some things that change over time but i was like i just don't know what would have happened to make him do that unless it was that the brother died so i started thinking okay maybe the brother died and maybe that was his I don't know. Maybe that was his way of coping. Oh, okay. My son died. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to distance myself from my daughter and Even I'm going to make that sure that no wouldn't other make sense if it was the dad. Not no. Makes sense, Casey. But I'm just saying, that would make even less sense. Yeah. Okay. But like, they take Shrike. Half of them stay on land with the other uh the other kid soldiers and then you have madison and mo and i think did june go with them too i think june went with them they go to padre and they force themselves in because that's you know the soldiers who are there guarding who are actually doing their job you know madison was like yeah tell him we have his daughter and the soldiers are looking and I can't tell if the soldiers are surprised or if they like you actually, like, I feel like those particular soldiers were in on the gag because they didn't seem surprised enough or pissed enough that they were working for a guy who actually was, had his daughter and was keeping his daughter close. Mm -hmm. They didn't seem upset enough mm -hmm. by that revelation. And the way that she just kept looking at them like, yep, they found out or this is or like, go, go along with it, go along with it, you know. But when they finally get in there and of course, um, first of all, Padre is having this conversation with Finch, who looks very healthy for someone who got bit mm -hmm. a few days ago, you know, and he does start asking about his parents, you know, where, where, where are Red Kite wears, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, we reassigned them to somewhere where they can do you no, no harm. He was like, but they saved me. No, we saved you. Brainwash much? They're trying, but again, this thing with uh, Finch, again, Finch, I feel like, had more, I won't say he had more exposure to the truth, but I think because he was already in a vulnerable state when we got to meet him, you know, he was already having a medical emergency. He was, you know, he was in a situation where he wasn't fighting it as much as Mo was at the beginning. Because remember when Mo first got with Madison and, and found Matt, uh, Morgan, she was like, take me back. I want to go back. 
Finch wasn't in that position. He was just basically like, um, can y'all fix mm. me? Can y'all fix me? And plus, and these he, are the two people. Plus, with, the, the difference with Finch is he was able to interact with them. So the revelation yeah. that whole on a daily parents basis was mm-hmm. probably a little, you know, yeah. Morgan ain't happy. Uh, baby yeah. Mo ain't have no connection with Grayson and right. Morgan. So I think that's what makes right. Finches just a little bit different is because they were, one was a teacher and one was a nurse, you know, but you you already yeah. have interaction making little wind chimes or whatever the fuck it was he made for him. <laughs> the air freshness. Air get it right, get it right. And then also, too, with Finch, Finch was actually there to hear June talk about what Padre did. Mm-hmm. So he was listening to someone with first hand knowledge yeah, of the bullshit. Padre Finch only like 18. He, he actually is technically younger than Mo. Yeah, because pregnant. Mo was already over. Yeah, yeah. Sherry was pregnant. Mo was already right around a year old, maybe a little bit older when all when all that starts happening. But again, you know, when you have someone sitting there telling you this is what happened, and then you also have the evidence right in front of you, you see the walkers in the hospital gowns and they clearly they're shackled. Clearly something has been going mm-hmm. on there that Finch, even in his young mind, can probably look and be like, this shit ain't right. It's not normal. You know? Mm-hmm. It's different from Mo's experience where they are out in the open and they have walkers coming. They're in they're in the open. They're going to have walkers approach them. So that's not anything out of the norm. Finch being on this medical car, seeing the medical equipment, seeing the files, seeing, you know, all of this stuff and then hearing June talk about these experiments, that probably for him. And, and then knowing he again, got bit. Sherry and Dwight being like, right. And then Sherry, also Sherry and Dwight, their reactions which he probably didn't hear because he was he was unconscious but i'm sure he heard something and not only that even before the way that they were before that the way that they took such care of him trying to make sure sure that he was going to get the medical uh treatment telling him about them being his parents when he knows and they know that is against protocol yes so i would say i believe his turn which technically speaking is not a turn yet. He's asking about them. And he was like, no, they saved me. He's not going full out. Those are my parents. You you take me to them. He isn't doing all of that. But you can tell he's at this point where he's like, okay, the fact that y'all let a, a walker bite into me and I'm having treatments, if that don't flip your that. switch, nothing will. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck how old you are. That... Mm-hmm. The fact that I have a walker bite in my shoulder because y'all want to prove a fucking point. Let me oh, up yeah, out of I'm, here. I'm totally on. <laughs> give me my mama, give me my daddy, and let me go. Honey. But anyway, so like I said, his little interrogation is cut short because Madison and them have, have arrived on the island with, with Shrike and they're demanding to go before Padre. Okay. So they get into this room and they're talking to Padre and he's still like, what are you going to do? We're we're just trying to save children, blah, 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 blah. Madison is like, bring me this file. So anyway, the first thing she does, 
she takes the sledgehammer and I guess at some point she was like, look, I'm sick of y'all shit. I'm about to break this window. She busts the window open in the, in the midst of us seeing the flashback of Shrike and her brother Crane that I think that was <laughs> his nickname. Their, their father being torn apart after he saves them. And when the window shatters, you have Crane who is in the background. I was like, some bullshit. Boo, horrible reveal. Very much. Because you can't tell me that that kid who got on a boat to take his father his binoculars, who locked his sister on said boat because she was trying to stop him from making a stupid mistake. And crying like a baby when the walkers was coming. You can't tell me that this person is mature enough to be running the show for years. I mean, granted, I will say I, I feel like Shrike is probably the brains behind everything else because what was it her father said when he gave her the nickname? He said a Shrike is a small bird, but it can be brutal when necessary. Yeah, that is totally her. That's totally her. Especially after we saw the way she was just so unbothered last week when she was putting that walker into yeah, just shoulder. Like it's a regular Tuesday. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, they have this big reveal and Shrike starts telling them about what happened. Yeah, my brother and I lost him long ago and we decided that no other kids should have to go through that and blah, blah. Again, none of your shit is making sense. This none of it. This explanation does not make sense. And she, yeah, it just didn't make sense. Then Madison gets this file and it has all of the children that she has brought to Padre, which, okay, I'm about to be honest, Madison, that's a pretty big fucking file. Karma's about to, Karma's gonna come for your ass at some point. Yeah. That's a lot of damn children. I mean, anyway. I hated this scene. I hated this scene. It it was just it did so you have so you have her going through this file and she's looking you know she's looking for this child's file and Shrike obviously knows who did this you see the smart this is the smart yeah. because this was she she was like you might not want to open that file she was like be be you know be careful what you ask for. And of course, Madison, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So she pulls out this file. Dove, that's her name. Dove. So she pulls out Dove's file. And Shrike at this point, she was like, yeah, go ahead and tell Dove who she is. Because she's not that she's not that chick's, um, she's not that girl's uh, daughter that's on the island waiting for her. She's Ava's daughter. Ava is the chick who Madison and Morgan encounter at the end of last season when Morgan and Madison uh, finally met. She was the chick in the house that was trying well, to get her daughter back. Tests. and She had all the pregnancy come... tests. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she was the one who had her daughter snatched by, by Madison. Morgan was going to try to help her get her daughter back and then she met up with some other people who I'm guessing were also part of this group 
that that were going to try to go find their children and get their daughter back. And of course, they got attacked by Padre people. She ended up as as a walker. So Madison is like, oh shit, I know your mommy. And that's so why Shrike's sitting there like this. Your mommy. Sitting there like, yeah, bitch, you thought you was about to get your redemption. But you know what irritated me about that? The fact that once you got one kid wrong, so he's like, fuck it, just let it go. What? 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 Yo, what about the other kids in this file? Fuck all them kids. Because you got because one kid, you knew her mama died, you killed her mama, basically. Although she technically didn't kill her. Padre killed her when they went to go try to take it off. She just killed a walker. The yes. walker. But the at the end of the day, you still got a box full of fucking kids. No, because this you one do. kid, you, oh, oh, I knew your mom and she died. Fuck the rest yeah. of the box? She was trying to take you back. And you just let them take you. And then you're going to blame Madison because what she said was, she said, I knew your mom. She was trying to take you back from Padre. And Shrike is like, and who made her think it was possible? So so Madison is the cause of her death because she gave it one. And not Padre? Make it make sense. I don't think I have enough wine to finish this episode. It just... It didn't make sense. Because that, that whole movie, ending was dumb as that hell. That whole thing. That whole ending. And then even that, the kids have made kid, friends with other kids on there. Nobody noticed the kids is gone. Two kids gone. And you don't notice that Dove left and came back? Left and came back? Y'all y'all not talking to each other? Because if Dove tell one person, oh yeah, they, uh, she, you know, she told me that she was going to be able to get me back to my mom or, you know, tell me about my family. You don't think nobody else is going to... Because you know Dove ain't going to keep it to her goddamn self. Now all of a sudden you're going to be Shrike's partner in crime. All because your mama died? And this whole mm -hmm. this whole explanation Shrike is giving, we were trying to spare them from the worst pain of all, the pain of losing a parent. No, bitch, guess what? Children are supposed to lose their parents. That's actually kind of the natural order of things. It the is. worst pain of all is a parent losing a child. Mm -hmm. I tell you, I was like, and and the also but it also is painful thinking that your parents just gave you up. But then, Dove, and don't care to even Dove, search for you or even to see if you're okay. This is hell because she got the ending to her story. She did. It may be not a happy ending, but she knows what she happened. These other 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 kids don't have no clue. No clue that their parents was looking for them. Other than the little right. group that Mo told that was on the beach. But it did, but them kids is too old for it to be seven years. Them kids had to be 12, 13, 10. You know, they was at a good age because they're teenagers now. They're old enough to remember mm -hmm. their fucking parents. So the other crazy thing is the fact that, okay, so Shrike allows them to leave because she's like, okay, y'all not going to keep um, y'all not gonna keep disrupting stuff. So she allows Madison and June and Mo to leave. She takes them back to where they left Daniel and stuff. Now, the one thing about this, Madison asked uh June, she was like, Nish Nick and Alicia, how were they after the stadium? And June was like, I don't think you would have recognized them. Yes, she would have. 
Yes, she would have. She would have. Because I mean, they they still. I feel like even when they went kind of out. Oh, when they went ham and when they <laughs> yeah, they went on their killing they spree. Still, they still kept like. They snapped out of it, so she would have recognized that they realized, oh, yeah, we need to stop doing what we're doing. And also, they also kept that part of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But anyway, again, another, I feel like another unnecessary mention to the life that they knew before or the fact that they knew each other before because y'all aren't really giving us any emotion behind it, so. They'd be like, hey, did you see the game on Tuesday? No, I didn't see it. Did you see it? (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, and I forgot Mo was not with them. Mo, Mo stayed behind with Daniel. So they come back, and they don't have Dove. They just decide, okay, you know what? We're gonna let y'all go. You're gonna give us my people. We don't have to see each other again. Now again, Shrike, you ain't making the best decisions because all of them should have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> but I you know what I get it too I guess I don't know if I want to say I get it that maybe her whole thing is not killing people maybe she only uses that as a last tactic I mean we have seen that and honestly she is um you know she is kind of outnumbered here but you know the 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 militia. I I don't know what we want to call them. The parent guard, whatever. They take all of Shrike's weapons and you know the weapons of her people. And this is when Odessa tells Diane she was like, "I'm not your child," because Diane keeps calling her by the name that she gave her daughter. And she was like, "I'm not your daughter." And you know it's because of this that she's so pissed off or whatever. She decides she's gonna stay with with Shrike. I'm like. So you're going to be pissed off and stay with the people who are stealing children after you just found out that you were in fact stolen from your mother. And some like, kids are missing too. Like your mother was your still friends alive. Missing. Your mother would still be alive if she didn't have to go searching for you. Let's, let, you were let's never taken in the first that. place. But apparently anyway, that logic so, don't work for I'm just kind of like this. I kind of so I kind of feel like this. I feel like Dove may still be pissed off, and you know she may be pretending like she's still loyal to Padre, but I feel like there's that there's a part of me that thinks she might be doing that so she can go back and tell the other kids. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe in her mind she's planning. A mutiny from within. I, yeah. I don't know. But again, Remember, a she lot didn't of what, want to go along with Mo in the beginning. She didn't. But she thought Mo was just being whatever. So now that she sees, oh, this little girl really was telling the truth, maybe she's thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe this little girl's not as dumb as I thought she was. And maybe, maybe I need to start thinking in a different way. I'm hoping that's what her character is going to do. But again, like a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. Like afterwards, Madison and Daniel are having this conversation. And I don't know who put it in Madison's head that they wanted her to be the leader. And then she pulls this, I'm not the best person to, to lead. 
And and when Mo was like, well, who is your dad? Um, excuse me, Daniel was leading them just fine. Right. They I got mean, to I this point. It. I mean, I get it. They need somebody who has been on the inside. And I get that. I but for just you to just all of a sudden be on the <laughs> And that's the problem he had earlier because they said he was old and they just kicked him to the side and you're doing the same thing now. And he was like, um, I may be old, Madison, but I'm still useful. Right. Madison, you forget where Daniel came from? You stole all these people's children. You really think they want to follow you? You really think? Never. No. Right. Who so... put that in? Who said that? Because I don't Who recall hearing anybody say that. <laughs> Look, just again, make sense. Because make so it. far, I don't feel like she has added anything to the story. Not that somebody else couldn't have done. Right. They It could have been someone else. It really you could have. Had, you could... It could have been a new character. It, or what mm, if that drifted I off mean, in the fucking boat? Yeah, it really could have. Or you could have you could have done something else different. Like, okay, so we didn't see Luciana a whole lot because she was she was over in the gas area with Jenny, and then she's just been kind of here and there. Y'all could have did some kind of off-screen story. Oh, Luciana got pregnant during all that time that she was out. She had a baby. Padre came and took her baby, and that's why she was still. I could have believed that. If Luciana was a part of Padre because all of the kids that were with her and Wendell when the um when the nuclear warheads went off, oh Padre took them. We gotta get them back. I could believe that. Madison has no skin in the game. You are sitting here talking and, and again going back to the conversation we had, I think at the end, well, we were talking amongst ourselves at the end of last season once everybody got caught up, and then I think in the first episode. We were talking about Madison really technically had no skin in the game because, yeah, they could tell her, we know about Nick and Alicia, we know where they are. But if your whole mindset, like what you told Morgan was, I don't want to find them, then why the fuck are you doing this? Correct. You really think Nick and Alicia, Nick and Alicia can't take care of themselves? Right. It's only because you, you know, your original cast member. So and there's no need, and I don't really care for her future. I mean, she's gonna have to die because I really don't care. It would have been different if they brought her back while Alicia was still alive, right? Well, Alicia's still alive. We don't, but but I'm just saying. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just saying that's how that will work. I mean, now I'm like, who? I mean, we don't care, Hmm. right? And at some point, we gonna run out of oxygen. They got all the oxygen. I just the strap on your back, so I'm just saying. So we, you know, it, it was no, because I mean I'm okay with with Daniel. You see, what I'm saying Daniel original. We good. We got Daniel, right? And I like Daniel anyway. I do Daniel too. Daniel was so. a more interesting character, right? He be, I mean, we always watches. think he's gone and he pops back up, so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but right. Madison is like okay. Oh hell, even Vic. Shit, I would take who's the um the newscaster. Oh, Al. Al. Yes, please bring Al. 
I need Alan Isabel. Wherever wherever y'all are, I understand y'all living your 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 best happy life. I need those characters back, or I need Al back at least. Cause it anyway we okay. At the end, it started getting real sloppy okay. on so, right. You know, right. It is. It really is. Getting. It really is. And I, I, I did something that you're not supposed to do. I did a spoiler. I went to internet movie database, and I just looked at the years the people are in the episode. (laughs) You did. I don't want to know. I don't. I'm not gonna. Went to internet movie database and looked at when the last episode they were in. Oh, she went to. She went and checked check the actors and to see which episode, like how long they're on the show and which episode. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't mean, see which episodes, but it has the year. Oh. So I, I'm I'm assuming some of them had 2022 by, on theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some have 23. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? That's okay. Okay. So anyway, let's go to the <sighs> end. So Shrike... And Madison could have been 2017. Okay, never mind. You know, <laughs> so Shrike <laughs> is back at the um the, the little area where all of the um you know the box cars are and she's radioing to her brother. She was like, I thought I told you to meet me here. He was like, Well, after what happened today, I didn't think being out in the open was a smart idea. So something tells me that there are people who know who he is, and then there are, are people mm-hmm. who don't. He's feeling a little threatened right now. Okay, whatever. So she just told him, she was like, well, the parents know where the island is now, so they're going to be a threat. They're going to destroy everything we've built. And so her question is not if we're not here. And he was like, what do you have in mind? She was like, we expand. It doesn't matter, you know, if they come to the island as long as what we've built survives. And she was like, we're going to do what dad said there. And and he tells her there's thousands of carrion in that shipyard to protect, you know, what we have inside. So she says, we taught the kids how to fight for a reason. It's time they showed us what they've learned. You're about to let all these walkers out just to protect. And granted, I'm looking at the shipyard. They've got ships with probably hundreds of these uh box cars on there. So you know, her father said at the beginning of the episode, each one of these cars has enough for us to survive, for people to survive. Ain't nobody ran across that damn shipyard in seven years. Nope. Nobody, no, no one. So that's the other thing because okay, so we already know the previews for next week. We know Morgan is going back to King County. Okay. How? So yeah, so that's the discussion everybody's been having online. Like, so exactly where is Padre? Because we know Morgan didn't take a boat because again, last time we saw him, he was handcuffed running away from the armored truck when Madison faked not being able to breathe so that he could escape. So we know he he's not traveling by boat. Yeah, he probably boosted a car or something, but still like I I don't know. I I don't know. 
I'm trying to figure out, okay, if they started out in Galveston and Padre is on an island, like we already had this discussion uh, season, what was it, six, begin of season seven, where people were thinking it was Padre Island off the coast of Texas. And they're like, no, that would be too obvious to, mm -hmm. you know, to go to an island with that name. But wouldn't that be the best, like the most ingenious hiding spot? You name something after this island and then because nobody's going to think that you're going to be that obvious, that's obviously where you are. I don't know, but it has to be somewhere close enough for him to get to Kane County. Because Kane County is gorgeous. Because that can't... Right. And yeah. then and it, it has to be and... somewhere where by boat, Madison, who was getting these quote-unquote eggs, was able to go to Padre drop these children off and then come back to Galveston. So it's not like she it's not like she's going to do this and they're going to take her all the way to Georgia to what? Savannah or to the the Everglades or something like that. That's not going to be they're not going to take her that far and then send her back to Galveston because I feel And it's like an island right it's an island and then going on other people's pages they're putting it that it's in georgia but why would you okay so here's my question one texas is already a wasteland you have radiation from a fucking nuclear blast if you're in galveston which is where madison was and you're going all the way to georgia by boat First of all, that's one hell of a trek for those little boats that they that they were on. Second, if you're thinking about the rest of the people, when they left in the rafts, there is no way a raft is going to carry them from Galveston all the way to Georgia, one, without them getting lost, because they didn't have any maps when they got in those rafts. Two, that would explain how some people didn't make the journey because nobody's going to survive that. You don't have no food. You're in a raft. You don't have motors. You don't have oars for the most part. You have six, seven people to some of these rafts. You're not moving very slow. It probably took them weeks. If they, if they went from Galveston mm -hmm. to Georgia, it's going to take them weeks. No, everybody's not surviving that. And then three, if Padre is in Savannah, why are you sending people all the way back to Galveston to find more children? You got Florida, Georgia, North Carolina. South I know it Florida. doesn't make sense. And then, I mean, so sharks, it, I, I feel it, like it doesn't... can't be Georgia. Padre can't be in Georgia. It can be close. Maybe Louisiana. No, it can't but, be. I mean, think about it. Those boxcars are on ships. So that means they have to be in a port somewhere. Right. Louisiana has a port. Mobile has a port. We know they have we know they have cruise ports. Now, as far as the other shipping ports, I don't mm. know because I'm not in the shipping business. I wouldn't care to know that stuff. But we do know New Orleans has a port. Mobile has a port. There are several ports in Florida, which if they were in Florida, I feel like it wouldn't look the way that it looked there. It looked kind of secluded in a way. It could be Savannah. Could be. 
but that can't be that it, that far. But it can't be that... possible because you got to go around Florida. Around. Yeah. So again, it can't be Georgia. It just unless they be. picked them up and then they did a cross country, I don't know, bus ride with the survivors. No. I, I just I don't know where this thing is, but it one, I don't think it's in Texas. I think they probably went a little bit further out, but it, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make sense. The only one that would like, it will make sense is Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. I agree. And, but then now we'll have to put King County, like South Georgia. Which it is, we do know that because when it's Rick south left, of is South Georgia. Yes, because when Rick left King County, he was talking about traveling north up. He was going up I eighty five north. Okay, yeah. So that's even so more helpful right yeah, now. He said I eighty five. Okay, so then that puts the the best location is. Some part of Florida, though, it'll be better if it was some part of Florida. I mean, it could it could be Alabama too. It could be Mobile. It could be go. Yeah, go I'm Shores, looking at I'm looking at it, that? but it will take a it will take a minute to get to Georgia. But if we can get down to not really because when I when I go to I I go to Navarre Beach in Florida quite a bit, uh -huh. and I have to drive 85 South and then drive into Alabama and take like right. the little streetway and then go to Navarre. Navarre is actually close to, I think it's Gulf Shores, Alabama, and there's one other beach, Orange Beach or something like right. that. Right. So all of those are close enough, and it's only like maybe once you're there in that area, it's maybe an hour, two hours tops to get to Middle Georgia. Okay. So that's let's drive it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From Two hours from you talking about, I see Ghost Shores right here. Mm -hmm. And mm, mm, okay. Because I'm not saying that Morgan traveled there in two hours because, I, uh, again, we know Morgan can walk and we don't know how long the time span, the time jump. I know. So it, it would just be, it could be mobile, but it would also be nice if it was Panama City area. But I feel like Panama City would look more. Or it even, will, but even with this, it'll be more popular. But just that, but th just that little that curve right there with Miramar Beach, Panama City, because that literally would be an hour and maybe yeah. three hours of walking mm -hmm. and horseback riding. Right, or if he found a car, or found yeah. something. Yeah, because I mean, that will work. That, I don't know where else they could be. They can't be too close to Texas. They can't be as far away as Savannah. I, I seriously doubt they would be in New Orleans because I feel like the landscape would look different. Yes, you have the little swamps or whatever, but I feel like the landscape would be different if they were in New Orleans. Right. And if they're off that coast, then yeah, they can take boat rides really quick to Galveston. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So we think we've nailed it or at least and we kind of. Yeah. We close to that area yeah mm-hmm so 
anyway i i just this whole pot the whole padre thing like okay i had issues when they first introduced what padre actually was with madison's return episode so it's not a place of sanctuary like alicia thought it was but it's a place where people are stealing children from their parents. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not the place of sanctuary because of who's like, running it. It could be a place of sanctuary if they get a new leader. Just saying. I, but it's just the the way that it is now. You already have a world that's dark. You have a world filled with death. You have a world filled with broken families and found families. And then you're going to take it and break it further by stealing children because you don't want those children to experience their parents dying is taking them from their parents, not the same thing or not similar. Cause that's basically what you're doing. You're telling these kids that their parents abandoned them for whatever reason, they didn't want you. They couldn't take care of you. I mean, maybe they're being a little bit nice about it and say, Hey, they couldn't take care of you. So they left you with us. Well, why didn't they stay too? That, that will be my first question. Why didn't they stay too? Maybe they need taken care of. I don't, I don't know. This whole Padre storyline, it just it just doesn't make sense. And it's not given what it's supposed and to give. This mm -mm. Thing, it's not given what it's supposed to give. It's not. It's mm -mm. not. It's not. And I don't and know I if that's like the writing, with if it's the character. Thing, oh, no, it's definitely the writing. It's definitely it's the, writing. the writing. And then I feel like some of what they're giving the young actress who is playing Mo, I feel like I feel like they're giving her too much. Like I understand making her the focus, but she I'm trying to think of a nice way to put this because I don't want I, I she's a young actress. I don't know what else she has done. I don't know how extensive her her resume is or how much acting experience she has but she doesn't carry she doesn't carry the type of material that is meant to to show her maturity in the same way that Judith does mm. it it hits differently mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel believable especially when you're talking about a child who has been raised to believe that her parents abandoned her who has been raised to not be dependent on adults to not be dependent on emotions on attachment she's not she's not giving that you know and and the material that they're giving her doesn't fit that scenario in my opinion it's mm -hmm. like y'all had her turn a little too quickly. And I, I get it. We don't have a lot of episodes with this season. Y'all got to get this shit wrapped up. But still, make it believable. Don't have her be like, oh, I want to go back. I want to go back at the beginning of the episode. And then at the episode, oh, we can all do this together. We can take down Padre together. What do you know about taking down? You can barely take down a walker. You can, at, this, at this point, you can't even kill a walker properly. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's not, I don't know, this, this episode so far has been my least favorite. It made no sense. 
It made me have no attachment to any of these characters except for Daniel. Yes, my man Daniel is back. I'm glad to see him. But if y'all are bringing him in to once again put Madison on the forefront, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Y'all y'all have y'all have these episodes where Daniel shines and then y'all put him in the background for half a season and then you bring him out to make him shine again and you put him in the background again for half a season. I don't want to see that. Especially if his storyline is going to be ignored for the sake of giving Madison her swan song for this show. I don't. I mean, I've said it before. I didn't care for Madison's character before. That's one of the reasons why I stopped Me watching too. the show in season three and season Me four. Too. So I, again... Make her make her return make sense because for me, a person who does not really care for her character, y'all are killing the show for me. Y'all are killing it. And then y'all are giving us this bullshit story with this bullshit backstory that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. At this point, I believe the fact that they're curing Finch from a walker bite more than I believe any of the other stuff that happened in the episode. So... I yeah yeah I just I, I'm just ready for next episode we're going back to King County I just need to see that episode and um yeah see what's going on like I said I still feel like Morgan didn't take care of Jenny and that's probably why he has to go back you know because he's gonna have to put that behind him in order to move on and yeah so I think that's why he's going back. Okay. And what I have to say about that, the last part, because I thought I was frozen. I'm you not even believing. Yeah. But I'm not believing Finch being cured. I have an issue with that too, because well, I, I love. Cured. I, I'll say it looks like they have, it looks like they may have found a viable treatment. Okay. So we're going to go even go with treatment. I love June. I do. I really do. Nothing in her background. I'm sorry. I know there are doctors other places that are working on this. But she's not even a doctor. She's a nurse. I understand that. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that because, you know, there are some friends who really should be doctors. But That's the time true. and, you know, just life, they, they wasn't able to. They're paramedics. They're nurses instead. But they right. know sometimes just as much. I'll give her that. I ain't hear nothing about her research. Um, I'm confused about that, too, because I feel like. Other people would have came up with a um, treatment too. Well, you know what? Okay, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this. So let's let's do it in comparison to World Beyond because that's the only group that we know are actively looking for a cure. Correct. Technic and technically speaking, they're not even really looking for a cure. They're looking for a way to accelerate the effects of the Walker bite so that the Walkers don't reanimate. That's what they're looking for. So I feel like because June has been exposed to this other set of circumstances that the people in Ithaca were not, meaning this radiation exposure, mm -hmm. you know, because yes, they, 
even though they all had their protective suits, they all, you know, found ways to, um, you know, kind of stay isolated until the radiation levels were somewhat acceptable where they could kind of go out. She's been exposed to this and has a way of, I guess, as you say, um, observing what those kinds of effects are. Now, she was able to see Alicia who got bit months ago, months ago. Well, you know, from the time that we saw Alicia again and she was still walking around. She had not turned. She had not gotten sick. Yes, she was a little feverish. She had a little bit of infection, but not enough for it to kill her at that time. And again, we know that Alicia is dead. Honestly, we don't. We no, know we she don't. Was very sick. But remember, by the end of the episode, her inner self had cured herself, and she was fine. And that's when she went back to the south. We we suppose no. I I mean I, yeah. I, I'm not even going to touch but that. But I I I get it. I'm just making fun that. It was June who stumbled across a treatment, and hopefully she can spread the word. Maybe, maybe well, it'll get you know, to Karis, okay, so, so Daryl You know what? Me too. That's what I was thinking. We don't know enough about Paris right now, except for the fact that that walker came back, and she knew she was a fucking walker. I don't care what nobody else say, but anyway, we, we'll... Right, and does the, does the treatment work on variants, too? Because they haven't experienced that you know what? yet. We, we go into a whole different conversation that we don't have time for tonight. We will we will show that for now. We will show that for now. But okay, so all jokes aside, I know I just I, I know I made a joke a few minutes ago about June just being a nurse. But you know what? She's probably smart enough to be a doctor. Maybe she was yeah, planning she to is. become a doctor I... and all this other stuff. But anyway, she has a perspective that's unique to other medical professionals in that. One, she is living through a zombie apocalypse. She okay. has probably seen all manner of injuries, bites, reanimations, whatever in this apocalypse. And then you throw some radiation on top of it. She has a perspective that's right. unique to anyone. And I'm sure if she was in a hospital, which apparently in Padre, they have hospitals. They have access to hospitals. Maybe she was like, there ain't okay, no hospital on that island. Let's Otherwise, they wouldn't have sent it someplace else. No, but but she did say that they, they got the um the radiation therapy machine. She got it from a hospital. Oh. Oh. Um, Dwight and Sherry they were getting ready to take Finch to a clinic. So obviously they have facilities set up or a facility set up that may be able to provide some decent you know, medical care. And again, with all of the resources that Padre had, they probably did have a medical facility so, available. If we're saying the same thing, then devil's advocate, Commonwealth has the same resources. No, that just means they, I, they don't have the same I, resources. I don't know because Commonwealth don't have the same. Okay. Right. They do. And guess what? They doctors suck because clearly Every time something happened, we use three things. There's always three methods when you're doing your research, when you're trying to cure or treat mm -hmm. something. You try an antibiotic mm -hmm. slash penicillin. Mm -hmm. You will try radiation. Mm -hmm. And you will try chemo. Mm -hmm. But they probably... So none of none of the Commonwealth people no, thought about that? No, I'm not that. saying that they probably didn't think they about it. They're playing golf. the other thing, too. You got to think about it. 
their main surgeon was a thoracic surgeon. Tommy was a thoracic surgeon. He didn't deal with cancer and all of this other stuff. That was not his main He was profession. able to, to say Ezekiel. Yeah, he probably, girl, he probably read some books. Right, they knew how to work. They knew how to get that. They knew what to do on that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I love June. I, I understand. But I, again, but what I'm saying is they don't have the experience that June has because they're not living with radiation. And then also, also with the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth was trading with people. We do know that because they had the trains mm -hmm. and they were, we don't know who. And again, I still think that they had access to the CRM. At least Lance did. I feel like that very strong. And CRM should have been on now, that too. But June. Uh -uh. Wait, wait, wait. Because. I feel like maybe not the CRM totally, but Padre has to have some resources outside of just them as well. From where? Because dad said that you're going to have to trade with people. They didn't do that. They stole the people's kids instead. But the, the people on the mainland, they're not going to have shit that Padre needs. Padre got a whole boat yard full of supplies. But they're not using the boatload of supplies. They can't even get in there. They have all those containers that are not being used, and there's stuff in those containers. Those kids I are not smart. Okay. Not the kids. Talking I'm talking about the yeah. teenagers who became right. They're not smart. However, June was put under different circumstances. She was threatened with her life and other people's lives. So you gonna come up with a a quick treatment? And even if they come up with a know. treatment, what they think they gonna they gonna find their daddy in the group and hey fix him? No, I I think they're they're very well aware that when they get when it gets to that point, no there's nothing you can do. But just like a regular infection, and that is what the walker bites are. They are an infection. Perfection. You can mm -hmm. come up with a treatment to stop it not necessarily i don't know about necessarily reversing it but i mean just like a vaccine or something to that effect you can come up right. with so you don't have to cut right, off limbs you might be able to come up with a treatment that will stop the spread you know he may still have that mm -hmm. bite there he may still have a scar but he may not have any of the other effects or if he does maybe it'll slow down you know Right, and he may have to go back for treatment right. later on, over and right. over again. So I'm, I'm, so I'm just saying, I don't, I don't feel like it's anything that's out of the ordinary or unbelievable. Because again, we also have to think this has been seven years since the last time we saw them. June has had a lot of time to think about some shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I get, I totally get it. I just feel like it's in the wrong series. Okay, I can give you that. I can give you that. Yeah. Because I can get to a point where we have a treatment to postpone it. I just feel like it's in the wrong mm, series. Okay. Or maybe the CRM has a presence in this show, too, and we just don't know about it yet. <laughs> or, and then maybe that other people are figuring this out, too, but it, because of communication, you can't really communicate yeah. with each other. And really, Commonwealth wouldn't have it because that's not like their mission or goal their goal is like mm -hmm. everyday life so they're not doing research in the evening time on how can we right because they're not really right. seeing bites right. you think about it, they're not seeing mm -hmm. bites like that 
and people turning. They have protection. So there's no no motivation to do it. But the CRM, yes, they should they be working on that. And A or B they should. The people strapped to the yeah. to the to the gurney. Yeah. Which I don't know because I have seen World Beyond, but I'm thinking that is the group that would be the ones that have some idea. And they may already have an idea, but Padre's not getting that information. No. Nope. But again, this is part of that that writing where it's like, okay, um, make it make sense. Make all of it make sense. Yeah, because you're not even making it like that important. Like Finch looked good sitting up, you know, right there on that table. So let's let's push it forward to really help us and make it important. Like I wanna care. I care that he got bitten and then it's like, oh now he's in this episode, he's doing all right. And it's like, only been a few days. Right. So let you know what I'm saying? Cause that that scar right there, I mean, he was chomping right. on his shoulder. It wasn't right. no nice little pretty bite. I mean, he should have some missing tissue. I mean, it up. should be sore. Remember how Alicia looked? You know, a little. But Alicia was also after a few months. Well, but you know what? You're right. Because she she cut off her arm. He had a direct bite. She and lost some blood. In a, in a place where he can't. So, yeah. You're right. He should be looking a little sick. Just a little. A little, a little bit. bit. But, like make us like oh my god we were worried about how he was he doing was to see the progress and now he, oh, man, he man, looks man. normal like did he get bitten you be wondering did he get bitten did did i imagine that like, so at least show us what was being done you know you don't have to give us a whole episode about it but she ain't even in the hospital did. no more you just let the right i mean well, not freely. He had guards. <laughs> but you know what I'm They're saying. Like, yeah. For somebody, mm -hmm. or somebody who's been exposed yeah, so to a walkabout like, who may turn, who may whatever. He walked pretty yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, right. He should be on the cot right. on the bed. With you know what I'm saying? They're on the talk to him. Yes. I, I feel you. I, I, mm. I agree. I agree. But, you know, we could probably talk this episode into the ground because there's a, a again, there's a lot of it that doesn't make sense. We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna we're just gonna admit that this was not one of our favorite episodes, that it didn't make sense. And the writers have got to do better for the rest of this series. You can't don't pull a game of thrones on us. Don't give us bullshit. Game yeah. Game yeah. Final season. Okay, so you, um, but mm. don't do that to us. This is what yeah, this is where it's heading. That's what it feels like. So I, I don't know. And it's hard. And it's hard because coming off of the ending of the original, like every episode was like, you know, exciting. It's different. It was a different flow of things. But here I'm like questioning, like, what what are we doing? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, what is left the point? With everybody going off in the boats, and we just have our own imagination. What we? Yeah, of what happened to him. We really could have. And turn this Padre into this. It's like this. I'm gonna say villain. This villain is like I'm trying to think of another word, but I'm gonna use this word. It's they suck. <laughs> What's another villain they dragged out? That's what this feel like. Like get to the end, killer, and let's get our resolve. 
the Reapers. They gave us the Reapers and didn't give us any payout because it's like they were this big terrorizing group and Pope was only worried Maggie. about catching Maggie, killing Maggie. And then he died and the group got eliminated and we really didn't find out the backstory between them. Like, why was he so obsessed with Maggie? What was the whole point? No. Or even the Terminus. You know? Terminus. It's like mm -hmm. you have all this buildup to this place called Terminus and then two episodes later they on fire because they pissed Carol off and that's it. Well, they did so, come back yeah. to the church, labeled the Church of A and try to keep it. Yeah, yeah, but even so, that was still only one episode. Yeah, okay. So. But um, but they still had a little bit more meat than this Padre, so. At least, at least when you saw and then this story made the sense. Might show up, you was like, "Oh shit!" You know, right? You don't get right. that with this. You're like, "Oh, there she goes." Mm -mm. Because again, it doesn't make sense. I'm not. The, their motivations don't make sense. Terminus people, yes, okay. You know what? We invited people in. They took over. They they killed people. They raped people. They basically. Uh, destroyed what we were trying to build and they started eating folks so guess what now we got to do that because we got to be able to survive because nobody else will put us in a situation like that again i can understand right. that do i think you took it to mm -hmm. extremes absolutely but your initial motivation for what you were doing i understand that it's about survival right i understand right and it will take a lot to get rid of them here we just kill the head will be good because no, there's nobody else who have all the information. Everyone got pieces. If those two are gone, this whole house would collapse. You got all these soldiers walking around with machine guns that can end that in 10 seconds. Be like, I'm really taking these orders from a dumbass child. Right. Or no, when they're with the parents. Now one parent just say, F this, I'm shooting her. Mm -hmm. No, she keeps she loses a finger Which that's all she loses sort of understand the part about the parents not doing anything because again your children are on that island so you want to make sure that oh if i kill this person maybe they'll do something to the church you don't know what their motivations are you don't but let's go let's let's leave them okay so we take the parents out everybody else could shoot her dwight sherry june june could have been killed her june should have been killed her from the day she took the finger because obviously you know this answers my question from the last episode if shrike was a child or if she was a teenager when all this stuff popped off and she lost her daddy then obviously she doesn't have any medical training like i thought she would have she's not a doctor or she wasn't a doctor she wasn't a nurse. Mm -hmm. she she no. has no there's no basis for her She's just threatening. She's just so, threatening her. And Madison could have killed both of them when she f found out. It was just them at the top. So, so yeah. okay. So we're just gonna, you know what? We, we're just gonna, we're just gonna say this episode makes no sense. It makes no sense. We'll put it in Fast and, and the Furious bubble. Uh-uh. Because Fast and the Furious makes more sense than this That's does. True. All ten of them. Not yeah, it does. It's so sad to say so, that. Yeah, this episode makes no sense. It's not one of our favorites. Yeah, because we just gotta. I I cool. rather you in with Virginia. Mm. I that was a good one to end with. Yeah.
I, I I'll just say, hopefully, this will make some sense. Maybe two, three episodes from now. Right, two now, episodes yeah, from now gonna be the season, the mid-season finale. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, it'll make sense by then. Because I, I will say this, if we have to drag this whole Padre thing out for the rest of the season and it doesn't get any better, the writing doesn't get any better. Our podcast is going to be all us talking shit. <laughs> you're right. And I really don't like doing that. I am one of those people. I give a lot of leeway yeah. when it comes to shows, when it comes to writing. I try not to call anything bad because I'm like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not a writer. I don't write this stuff. And I, maybe I can't do much of a better job. But as a viewer, you have your mm-hmm. job as a writer is to pull me into the story, is to make me care about these characters and to make it make sense. Like n- none of us here are idiots watching this show. We think we have common sense. We know how things generally are supposed to work. So when you introduce something that makes no sense, we're going to call you out on it. Because mm-hmm. I don't like sitting here trying to figure out stuff that don't make sense. Like, no. But anyway, um, do we have any final thoughts on this episode? Next week better be better. And on that note, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Fandom Hybrid. You can chat with us on our Discord channel. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel. And you can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. 